Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. that she knew it was for you. Like it's some sort of weird thing against... Because of the stuff you said uh, the other day about um, being in charge of everything and cracking down on uh, fast food places to get your order wrong. What the, what the hell is wrong that you can't even go to a McDonald's in the morning and get the thing that they make that the, is their bread, like a McMuffin? Sorry, I'm extremely irritated because I was sitting here and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a nice thing today. Partially self-serving. I'm going to get some sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffins occasionally. I was going to go for the Bojangles because Ross has now discovered the Bow Rounds. But um, the McDonald's was, you know, it's right here by the radio station on Capitol Boulevard. And I pull in there and they have one of the two drive-thrus shut with cones. You can't go inside. There's a line. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to sit through the line. I go up there, finally get up to the part where I get to order. Waiting, waiting. And I say, excuse me. And within a moment, this voice chirps back at me. Sir, you need to wait. And I, so I sit there for another, and I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, I got to go do a radio show. Kiss my ass. And then I finally drove off. So no, uh, no breakfast. Sorry, Ross. None for us. When did that become a thing? Uh, for the past year. I, I, I guess maybe I haven't run into it, but I, it would have been one thing if she just sounded overwhelmed because no, like, I get a, that. That's exactly how it is now. Like the fast food that you remember from, I don't know. Last time, <laughs> pre pre COVID, yeah, doesn't exist anymore, and that's what you get because that's the service that's working there now. That's everywhere. She bit that's, my head that, off that, for that, asking just that, to affirm that, that she's alive. That's how it is now. And, and if you go, you're, odds are you're going to be waiting longer than you used to wait. Like I know, if you go to Sonic now, you're going to be waiting for at least twenty twenty five minutes. What's good at Sonic other than the hot dogs? Well. Uh, br- that's the thing, though. It actually tastes better because I think they're actually cooking it. They always say, oh, we cook it, you know, when you order it. But right, I think right. they're actually doing that now because they have to because they have to save their product. Okay, well, I could get down with that. Yeah, but Yeah, so it actually does taste better. Plus, it's their staff. They have less people working now. I think with Sonic, though, I'm more inclined to go there like in an afternoon or on the way home from the show, you know, kind of thing. So I like I have more patience. But this morning, I'm sitting there. I pulled into the McDonald's 
I was there 10 minutes. I'm just doing the math here. I, I, I was there 10 minutes before I just drove off in frustration at the drive-thru. Baffling to me. And if you own them McDonald's and, and, and that's the best help you could hire, I am so sorry for you. And again, this is not me going, not understanding that that job kind of sucks. If she, if she had just for a moment sounded like she was just kind of overwhelmed, I would have understood a thousand percent that would have been the end of it. But she was just mean, man. She was just mean. And then I see tweet, and I, I like I saw some tweet. They're like, "What we here's what we need to do. We need to have a one hundred percent estate tax, so that we could use the money for uh, for people who uh, either don't work or people who work in low income jobs." No, that woman shouldn't have children. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that you're you're not having. Trust me, I've worked those jobs where you're you're just like this sucks and it's going to suck again today. But I, I think there used to be an expectation where at the very least you would make an effort not to put it upon people. And I and I feel like I feel like that's socially acceptable now, and you're just supposed to you know, roll with it. And I think a lot of it was born from COVID. Where they're like, ah, you know what? Your server can do no wrong because COVID, they're just trying to get by. Maybe. Maybe they're just bad at their job. Or maybe we've created a scenario where there's no expectations anymore. I don't necessarily detract from or, or mind this whole concept that uh, ultimately workers have the power. I think that like anything else, there's an ebb and flow societally where workers have the power, where businesses have the power. I don't have a problem with it. But to use the power to be like, you know what, uh, if that person annoys me, I could sit there and scream at him. I don't feel like that's a win. All right, let me ask let me ask those of you out there who are employers. Is really is this it? This is what you get? Is this where you are? And you just like, hey, I need warm bodies. Not necessarily in the fast food industry or any of the rest, but I'm sure there's people, especially this time in the morning, maybe um, maybe those of you out there are contractors uh, getting up, going to work this morning, knowing that there's two idiots on your crew. You don't have to name their names. It's okay. And societally, this is just where we are because um, I don't feel that we're necessarily in a good place. And it's not just because I wish I was eating a delicious sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin right now that later I would regret. But at the time, I'd be like, this is awesome. It's just that it's fresh in my brain and I'm uh, I'm irritated. So anyway, 888-934-7874. Look, there's been a lot of changes in a lot of industries. It's just kind of the way that it is. I think uh, I think many of you here in North Carolina probably remember the good old days, right? We're the only outfit in the country that is immune. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to, process, to being sued. Come on. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. February, what? The families of nine. And- what, wait, no, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Imagine the tobacco industry had been immune from prostitution. That just started making noise again. 
Why is it yeah, doing no, that? It was quiet this morning. It was the first thing I checked when I walked in, and now I can hear it. <laughs> Just died. Yeah. Why would it do that? It's like, oh, you're having a crappy morning. You didn't get your breakfast. Here, let me remind you that I'm a problem. Sorry, it's that door lock again. So anyway, is was the tobacco industry immune to prostitution? All you tobacco farmers, what the hell are you doing? Or what did you used to be doing? I have a lot of questions. Hopefully we'll get some answers coming up. It is the KCO Day radio program. One oh six one FM talk and ninety four five WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is KCO Day and Carolina's morning news. I would implore you that are sending me messages, do not accept it. Because the main response I'm getting is, yeah, no kidding. Everything sucks now. I think the last the last time I went to the McDonald's was, I don't know, like a couple months ago. It's been a while. And you know what? I went, got some food, brought the food back. I was happy. I'm assuming Ross was happy, ate his food. Wasn't an issue. And we were talking about this off the air. It had it wasn't the time that it was taking, it wasn't anything. It was the sheer rudeness. That's it, man. Yeah, I've left the line before. If it's like super rude, because it, it does happen more than it used to, yeah. I'm out. Like if I'm ordered, because I'm a, I'm incredibly polite, especially yes. to people that I don't know. If I don't know you, I'm so polite. Now, if I know you and, you know, it's like an inside joke that we're jerks to each other, that's right. different. That's a good dude thing. Wait, is that but, a thing? Okay. Yeah, but like, seriously, I've left lines before because I'm like, that's, come on, dude, I'm out. If 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 for a, for half a second she'd have just sounded busy, I get that all day, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm with you. I'm so understanding. But she was just like, you need to wait, sir. And it's like, you, I've been sitting here for three minutes and you haven't acknowledged me. Just uh, come on the speaker when a car pulls up. I'm sure there's some indicator inside and be like, hey, uh, welcome, sir. Give me just a moment. I'll sit there. I'll sit there like an idiot. Dutifully, because I just assume that there's some problem inside. I just I just assume you work with some of the people that I've worked with in the past. You know what I mean? As somebody pointed out, um, there's always idiots in any crew, and that's the person you send off looking for a metric adjustable wrench. Well, here in radio, we have left-handed microphones. That's what you send a person to find, a left-handed microphone. Got to have a left-handed mic. Ross is left-handed. We need a left-handed microphone. So, yeah, I, I, I feel you there. All right, so anyway, back to this. Um, Joe Biden yesterday, among other things, talking about Kevlar wearing deer and running the same big lies about ghost guns or guns in general. You couldn't own a cannon at the time. Yeah, you could. By the way, you can still own a cannon. I don't know if you know this. That's true. You can own a cannon. And by the way, who doesn't have a cannon? You got to have, at the very least, you got to have four cannons pointing in the four different quadrants and directions and corners of your home. Ross has like 10 cannons. He's got the corners, and then he's got each of the middles, and then he's got a couple backup concealed cannons. Everybody's got cannons, man. 
Now I've got the. Uh, I told him the American Gladiator's tennis ball gun. Yeah. Try to approach his house. You can't. Well, some of you can. I mean, if you run a I really mean, good time. If they hide behind the beams and the yeah. pillars, sure. But come on. That's almost cheating. Yeah, it is. That's true. So anyway, so we had that. Um, we glossed over the part where if you're a felon. I, I like the part where he's like, it's easier for the felons to go ahead and uh, buy the ghost guns and assemble them. And that's literally not what's happening. If somebody who is who is... Not legal to possess a firearm, wants to acquire a firearm. What do you think they do? Do you think they create a paper trail of all the parts that they ordered off various websites on the internet? Or do you think they go to the other felon who's selling stolen firearms or uh, you know straw purchased or, or, or whatever it is, firearms, and purchase it from them? I know you don't want to hear that, and there's probably firearm people don't want to hear that, but don't sit there and be like, no, it's a lot easier if they just build one themselves. Most of these people are not smart enough to do something along those lines. So he's rambling on about that yesterday, and Kevlar wearing deer or something, and some story from when he was running, I don't know, a thousand years ago. And then he gets over to the part where the gun manufacturers can't be sued. Yeah, they can. In fact, one of them just was quite successfully. There are certain limited protections the gun manufacturers have, and by the way, that's not a just a gun thing. There are wide swaths of industry that have limited protections. I'm looking at you, pharmaceutical company, that are uh, much more in excess of what gun manufacturers have. And if there is actual negligence, they very much can be sued. And they recently just were. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. So he's talking about that. And then all of a sudden, we're the only outfit in the country that is immune. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to, process, to being sued. Come on. In February, the families of nine. Again, the immunity of prostitution within the tobacco industry. Imagine if the tobacco industry had been. Yeah, you know what? I let me just also point this out too. All of those lawsuits 
Looking at you, John Edwards, and, and the rest of you Democratic elected officials, too, uh, since he had uh, several uh, several bites at this apple. In, in many cases, I've looked at those tobacco dollars, and they've essentially been squandered. They've been squandered, man. And I know that there is... Um, There is this appetite to sit here and pretend that the tobacco industry and the gun industry are the same people. And they're just drooling over the idea that the, the, you know, little daddy's boy, Josh Stein, that little whiny bastard could sit there and, you know, uh, in in some heroic fashion, sue the gun industry. Yeah, yesterday I saw him putting out uh, tweets on this stuff. Are you are you the attorney general for the state of North Carolina or are you a Democrat Party puppet? What an embarrassment. My only problem is most people don't recognize what an embarrassment our own AG is and what a partisan animal piece of crap he is. It's really really hard to get people all tuned up for an election like that. I see those tweets and it just irritates me, which I'm sure he's fine with. I'm sure that makes his day. But sitting there and going along with the Joe Biden, uh, you know, any of that garbage yesterday from some guy who can't tell the difference between prostitution and prosecution. Prostitution is what your son does in a Vegas, uh, Vegas suite. Right. And prosecution is. Frankly, what I thought the uh, the AG under uh, the last president was actually going to do to some of these corrupt people within the government, but uh, never really transpired. So, you know, if we're uh, if we're coming up with stuff, all right. Um, but instead, what do we get? We get uh, some guy giving a speech about tobacco horse. And by the way, did you see? Did you see the picture of Joe Biden holding that gun? I tweeted this out yesterday. Ross, did you see the picture I tweeted? Go check that out, man. That is a scary-looking dude. Wouldn't want to meet him at sunset over on the uh, the Old West, uh, Old West Main Street. Is that a German Luger? <laughs> what is he holding? I like to borrow his fingers at the trigger guard, too. Was it would Alec Baldwin show you how to uh, hold that uh, firearm there? Yeah, it looks like a Luger, doesn't it? Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected, this is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Good morning. It is 6.37 here on the KCO Day radio program. Oh, 
Okay. Thank you, giant warning label, to not use my call screener software. What, did we not pay this call, cre- the call screener software bill? Uh, what a morning, what a morning. All right, coming up on the show, uh, Cam Newton, who's dressed like an early... Um, boy, those outfits. You know what he reminds me of? Uh, what's his... Um, Who's the radio guy I'm thinking of? Sorry, wearing the cowboy hat. Oh, Don Imus. Don Imus, yeah. To me, I was looking at him. He looks like a a fat, bloated version of either Steven Tyler or like the black version of Hunter S. Thompson. Okay, all right. I was going to go with Buster Scruggs. Do you know who that is? From the Netflix, uh, the ballad of Buster Scruggs? No, I'm unaware. Oh, by the way, Ross was just telling me about some Netflix thing. You got to get down on this. Oh, dude, it's called Bad Vegan. It's so great. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so why is she a bad vegan? All right, well, she's an idiot. Okay. She was this yeah. Ivy League, like, you know, graduate, opened idiot. up a vegan yeah. restaurant in New York City. Oh, okay. And it was a big popular place. Uh, Alec Baldwin would show up all the time. Owen Wilson. That sounds unsafe. Uh, uh, what's his name? That was in... Uh, uh, What's his name? Um, he was in Cheers. Ted Danson? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, he okay. He was there all the time. Like, famous people there all the time. Okay, good. And good she for ends her. up getting into a relationship with a covert CIA Blackwater type guy. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, he just keeps taking money from her. What? You know, when he goes off on these missions that he can't really tell her about. You know, he's like... He's but he's busy. Just, oh, he's so busy. Yeah. And yada, 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 he convinces her that, you know, with more money, he can make her and her dog immortal. And, uh, you know, I'm it's sorry? a tale as old as time. Yeah, you know, he's going to offer immortality to her and her dog through why, his cult. Why would you waste his a shot of cult. immortality I don't know. on a dog? Anyway, I'm like three episodes in and I'm sold. It's so good. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Is she actually in it where she's telling the story? She is. So she... She's like the main she, like person telling the story. So she knows she's an idiot, or Completely. she doesn't, yeah. I guess. I don't know if she spent it did any jail time yet or prison time. I haven't gotten to that point. But I know, like, they go on the lamb, and, like, they're busted eventually after she orders, like, a Domino's pizza, like, the... The feds break in on her and stuff because, believe it, she wasn't paying her employees and laundering money to... to, his, to the his, immortality, though. Yeah. So what does it matter if they give you 30 years? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're immortal. And your dog. Why I mean, would you waste it on the dog? She, she Apparently, she. I mean, she's obviously, she's realized that she was had now. And, you know, she's oh, telling her story. I see. She's not, like, still defending it. She realizes, well, you know, she's not Did feeling great Did the CIA fire him? or You know, believe it or not, he's in prison. Well, the CIA is letting that happen because he's immortal. Well, and... we weren't sure if it was the CIA. It was some sort of like clandestine uh, Jason Bourne type thing where it's like, you know, I have to go fight rebels in Africa now. Can you wire me $100,000? And she's like, yeah, I will, of course. Well, what do you think Treadstone even does? <laughs> right. Come on, man. What was, uh, or what was the other one? Blackbriar. But here's the thing. So to any woman listening, or even dude listening, if you ever encounter somebody who's incredibly wealthy and rich and elite... Uh-huh, and they uh-huh. ask if they can borrow, say, $20,000 from you. They're lying. <laughs> I mean, it should be that simple. Well, they just, it, you know, sometimes cash flow gets, you know, gummed up just a little. These things happen. But to your point, yeah, I see that quite a bit, and sometimes it doesn't work out. So it's not about the vegan stuff at all, huh? It, it is because the restaurant, you know, and her employees and stuff, they all end up, like, not getting paid. It's just a... 
The restaurant goes under. Oh no. Yeah. Well, again, if you're a mortal, what these are these are you know what those are? Those are cares of a mortal. If you're immortal, you don't You know care that about actually you stuff. sound just like the dude. Because they have the phone calls, like the recordings, and that's what yeah. he keeps telling her. He's like, Why are you worried about money? This is a test of test of faith. If you're going to be living forever and you know you, money isn't an issue, just wire me the 200k. So you're telling me I should be <laughs> fleecing some skinny chick? Maybe. <laughs> Jeez. And you should check it out. Jamal, what's going on? Hey, Casey, what's what's going on this morning, Casey? I just want to say that, and I'm, I'm and it's, Casey, why should Josh Stein care when he doesn't fear any pushback from the Republican Party here in North Carolina? Yes, Mark Robinson is probably one that speaks up. Mark Robinson speaks out. He doesn't back down. But here in North Carolina, the Republican Party and the Republicans majority, we have a problem with just standing there watching one person do it. Imagine if there was three, four, five, six, eight, ten other Mark Robinson. The Republican Party here, even if we didn't, we should have been it's launching investigations. Into, well, hold into, on, Jamal. It's not their damn job. The Republican Party is a bunch of goobers. The, 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 the people who run the Republican Party here in North Carolina are as bad as Josh Stein. I got no patience for it. So I'm not going to sit here and loan some organization not doing my work for me because just because an idiot. I'm runs. talking about. So. Casey, I'm talking about those who are in the House and in the Senate. That's what okay, I mean well, when I say the, the Republican the, Party. Okay, all right. That's those, what I'm talking about. individuals are fine to uh, sit there and call out. They should be doing yes. this. But the party itself That's who I'm is talking about. morons, so what do I care if they actually do what they're supposed to do? So I don't care. Well, no, that's right. Okay, well, let me rephrase that, Casey, then. Well, when, the Republican, when the Republicans in the House and Senate of North Carolina aren't doing anything, they sit back... They, we create laws. We don't back them up. When the last time here in North Carolina have we did investigations on stuff? We haven't. When the last time you heard the Republicans in the House and Senate threaten Josh Stein or Roy Cooper with impeachment? You haven't. When the last time you heard them? Uh, when the last time you heard the Republicans in North Carolina House and Senate tell WRAL we really are liars, WRAL we really are liars, when the last time you heard them threaten all these news agencies say, you know what, we're going to charge you with media bias and the only people you'll be able to talk to is they'll go on 106.1. So that means Why would now you? On, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. WRAL's garbage. I agree with you in, in, in the reporting, but I don't want the elected officials holding trials over it. What, uh, no, you don't get. And, and, don't and, get and, and by the way, what do you think Roy Cooper should be impeached over? I don't. I don't have to like his you decisions, know, but I want to know what you think he should be impeached over because I'm. I'm I feel like overuse, the his overuse of power. His no, his overuse of power, his overreach when he was sitting there and he was supposed to listen to the. Um, I know. I think it was the board of governors or something like that when it came to lockdown. No, he went. He, he went totally and got a court ruling. Uh, no, no, no. It's the council of state. He went and got a court ruling, albeit from a, a friendly judge. He went and got a court ruling that says he's right. It's up to these guys okay, to fix well, it. It's up to these guys to fix it. That's, and that's what I'm. And that's what I'm saying, Casey. The Republicans in the houses and Senate. They don't do nothing. They sit back and they just... I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Although, to be, to be fair, um, they have they did attempt to pass something to fix that whole thing, and, of course, he vetoed it, and they couldn't get a single Democrat over, even though the one guy from Fayetteville almost voted for it. 
the governor threatened him with whatever he threatened him, and that guy turned tail. But um, you know, ultimately, I I hear you. I, I I get what you're saying. I appreciate the call this morning, Jamal. But I uh, we don't need media puppet trials. It's a little a little too far on the other side. You think Ross and I wouldn't be on trial the moment, uh, you know, the Democrats are running the House there? Yeah, we're not going to sit there and do that. Now, there was a garbage situation when I first moved here 12 years ago where the press credentialing literally was being handled. And I remember, this is the first time I ever talked to Tom Tillis. What a mistake that was. Um, With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. If we're, you know, because welcome to our garbage human segment. Um, and at that time, the media credentialing for the for the North Carolina Capitol was handled by the press organization down there, which at the time was run, uh, was chaired by one of the WRAL political reporters. So they literally were the gatekeeper as to whether you could get a press credential or not. And when I initially reached out, they're like, Duh, you're not news. Yeah. So, you know, I I I don't I don't need to go in in any direction. I just need people to do their damn jobs and, you know, we'll we'll go from there, but no, I'm going to probably not feel that lawmakers need to have trials on who is media and who isn't. Just saying. All right, 888-934-7874. Uh, I mentioned the Cam Newton thing. We got slightly distracted. I'm going to get to that here in just a moment. Hang on. Your day smarter and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. All right, 651. Good morning, KCO Day radio program. Coming up, the new Ukrainian strategy to beat Russia. I do have some questions, though. Um, so Cam Newton, which I here's what I appreciate. The people who aren't familiar enough with Cam Newton to know that this is not the dumbest thing he's ever said or have reviewed what he was wearing when he said it. 
So Cam Newton was doing a podcast the other day dressed as a poor man's uh, Don Imus who thinks he's a cowboy. So I think that's why Imus always irritated me. It wasn't his, his radio stuff because he was actually pretty good. But and growing up, I just had my fill of people who would show up in Wyoming wearing like brand new cowboy gear. Because I'm like, what are you, eight? What do you think you're going to do with them? By the way, the tassels on the front part of that boot are going to get caught in a stirrup, and you're going to get drugged to death. Enjoy your time in Wyoming, sir. Anyway, so Cam Newton doing that, but like, but if it was a cowboy getup, but is interpreted by somebody who just moved from Los Angeles to Santa Fe, that's the best way I can describe what he's wearing. Although, that's not what's irritating people. What's irritating people is what he said. And this is based primarily on his own experience growing up. Here is what uh, Cam Newton said that is so outraged uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, I grew up in a three-parent household. My mom, my father, and my grandmother. Good. Good for you, sir. It's not as prevalent here in, uh, I, I think, American culture uh, for the most part, but in many parts of the world, uh, you know, having three, four, six quote unquote parents because you have extended family all within the same household is that's a thing that happens. Now you got three people you got to, you know, avoid when you're trying to sneak out. And uh, I knew what a woman was, not a bad. Okay, what's the difference? A woman. And and this is important, what he's saying. What he's saying is the bad B word, right? And um, he'll he'll clarify exactly what he means by that, but that's what he's saying that you hear bleeped. Okay. A bad b- is a person who's just, you know, girl, I'm a bad b-. You know, I'm doing mm-hmm. this, I'm doing that. I, 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 I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. You know, and it's a lot of women who are bad b- and I say in a way not to degrade a woman, but just to 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 go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. Mm-hmm. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like, I'm a boss like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby. Like, but you can't cook. Okay. You don't know. You don't know when to be quiet. You mm. don't know how to allow a man to lead. Is he wrong? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna acquiesce that he is dressed like a moron. But is he wrong? I mean, there's there, there is some truth to the concept of if. And, and, and that's not to say that, that, that men don't have needs that they need to meet of their wives, right? There are expectations there, but ultimately it's, you know, if everyone's just their own thing, their own, uh, you know, individual, then from a, uh, from a pairing standpoint, if you, if you don't give a crap about emotionally or physically or whatever it is that, uh, you know, is, is your part of the deal... That's, you know, that's where problems lie. 
But admittedly, not all women can cook. Some guys can cook. I, I you know, I think people are getting uh, honed in on just that. But to his point, he's sitting there and he's looking at it through the lens of his experience. And I know I give Cam Newton a bunch of crap because he quits in the middle of Super Bowls. That being said, and, you know, he went over and he played for, you know, Satan's team up there in uh, Foxborough, but... People flipping out him over that apparently never watched a Cam Newton press conference. Janet, what's up? Hey, so first off, just for the record, Cam was only wrong for wearing those boots. Okay, my granddaughter's ten years old; she can cook. Okay. There are certain things women need women need to do. But anyway, I was calling to tell you I called um, the North Carolina Republican Party. I finally had enough a couple months ago. I was like, I'm fed up. Something needs to be done. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm sitting here in a truck all day. I can make phone calls if they just send me the numbers, whatever. You know, I'll do something. Yeah. It took me a few days to get any money on the phone, and then finally somebody from Pittsburgh called, and this guy called me up, and he really, he sounded so defeated and deflated. He was like, like his whole sound was like, yeah, I'm here. Not that it matters, but I'm here. What do you want? You know, that kind of thing. So I explained to him what I was doing. And told him I was out in Tower City, and he said, okay, well, I'll get um, Chatham County to call you, you know, and we're doing a few things. we got some stuff going on, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. Do you know I'm still waiting for that phone call from Tower City? I think that most of our Republican Party might have been taken over by Democrats, okay? That's just my thought. What's, um, so it was the Chatham County GOP you called? Right. Yeah. I honestly, I don't know. I don't know anyone necessarily down over there. I just the only the the only thing that strikes me is the only people that are dumber than the people that are running these political parties, and I mean this on both sides, are the idiots who send them money. Because if you right. if you want to support a candidate, by all means, you know, if you want to do it financially, if you want to, you know, call like you were talking about, do some, you know, put some work in, knock doors, whatever. God bless, do right. your thing, but. Yeah, once you once you get down to it, I don't have a lot of faith in um, uh, many of the uh, party folks. <laughs> All right, Janet, sorry, you, sorry to you hear say that. Say a lot, I say any. I don't, yeah. I don't have any faith in them. Well, you know, occasionally, I, I, like I've met some people. I'm like, all right, I think they're generally like they want to do they want to do well, but then I, I meet leadership in many cases, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that explains that. So, and that's where we find ourselves. Good morning. It is 7.07 and uh, happy Tuesday. Coming up on the show uh, in one hour. One hour from now, uh, Congressman Ted Budd, Senate candidate Ted Budd. Both are true. Um, he will join us. You see the new McCrory ad, by the way? So in the new uh, Pat McCrory ad, uh, Ted Budd is portrayed as, uh, is played by a 
wheelbarrow full of poop. Look at that. Ross actually looked up from his, his board, man. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Budd, the ghost of Ted Budd, is played by a manure-filled wheelbarrow. This is where we are. So it's we it's a weird thing. I just saw it on Twitter yesterday. But that's a thing that's out there. So uh there you go. Speaking of things that are out there, I was just perusing this story. Let me um and I have some questions. Apparently, and I'm not a doctor. Not a doctor. But apparently researchers are are now saying that when it comes to treating some ED issues, one, you can buy from our plethora of advertisers. Two, um, apparently a large electric shock can actually cure some of that. How'd you go about determining that? Because I hear we run ads occasionally on this radio station uh, uh, where they're seeking volunteers for a study just because we have research universities here. And they're like, like we ran one recently. I think it was something about stop smoking, right? They're like, oh, we're doing a smoking cessation study. We need volunteers. You'll be paid for your time, blah, 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 right? Who knows? You might have the placebo. You might have the actual whatever it is. How do you recruit for a study where you're like, all right, so here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to hook electrodes up to your business and run large currents through it. Because one of us theorizes that that may work and it's not a secret kink that they're just, you know, really excited about. And people are like, yeah, sign me up for your study that's quoted here in this article. How bad do you need the money? I mean, there's plasma people, and then there's whoever these people are. It was probably the byproduct of like the military-industrial complex. Like it was so like, like 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 you know like a like CIA black site, and they've got some terrorists, and he's hooked up to like jumper cables, and they're like, "Tell us where the bomb is," and he's like, "Nah," and they're like, and they're like "Oh, good lord, look at that!" Yeah, your EDs your EDs cleared up. Now, not only do we not know where the bomb is, but we we cured you. All right, I like where you're going here. And then they're like, hey, Pfizer, we're going to sell you this new drug we have called (laughs) Electric Shock to the boys. Yeah. Now, hold on. That's what I had to check. I just went back to the story. So the research, do you know where the research originated? Lebanon. Of course that's where we're torturing people. See? That's got black sight written all over it. The study, which was published in the Asian Journal of Urology, reported how Beirut-based medics ran an electrical current through that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Huh, I can't read, I can't read a lot of this. My microphone's at a weird angle this morning. I keep banging my hat on it. Maybe I should take my hat off. 
Um, yeah, just uh, just so you know that that's a uh, that's a thing, and that's a thing that they were able to do a study. I'm trying to figure out how many people were involved in this study. Do, 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 do. Oh wow! Well, there you go. So that's a thing that uh, people signed up for. So uh, over a hundred people involved in the study. That means a hundred dudes. Because I'm sure that they would have to disclose what what's up means either we tortured a hundred people as Ross laid out, or a hundred people heard what the experiment was and went, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do that." That's amazing to me. Absolutely amazing. So on the uh, let's let's head over to this on the uh, Ukraine Russia front. This yesterday from the Ukrainian president. No one expected Ukraine to fight Russia to a standstill. By the way, I love that um, some of the news agencies have hired the books on tape people to essentially be their, you know, person who reads it in English uh, from the translation. It's just phenomenal. And I wonder, how did you manage? We united as a nation, even though our people understood that they would be outnumbered tenfold and there would be no way out, just no way out. We fought for our existence and for survival. That's the combined heroism of everyone, of the people, of the authorities, of the armed forces. We became a single fist. That's right. Ukrainian plan for victory. The single fist for Russia. Although Russia just came up with something. What was it? We were talking about this yesterday. What was it? They're going to attack from the east? Apparently attacking from the west is not working or attacking from the north is not working. Yeah, I heard America First News talking about that. I just kind of laughed a little bit because, full disclosure, I'm not like a general. Really like that, and I'm what? you know I'm not a master of say geography. And I, I on Twitter, you called yourself like a, a lord, Sir lord or something. General Ross the Great. Yes. That is correct. And I understand Ukraine is a giant country, but I would just have assumed that they would have been coming from the east. Because oh, just because the part where they happen to be east of them as yeah. well, and not through Belarus. Correct. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if you know this. Russians have had some success with attacking they, from the east. They, Ask Berlin. They have. Yeah. Talk to Berlin about that one. They remember some stuff. So so the, the Russian strategy is to attack from the east, and the Ukrainians are going to fist them. So there you go. That's your update right there. Because the Russians believe that Kiev would fall in a matter of days, they literally did not bring enough food or fuel for their armored columns. On the other side, the Ukrainians have been trained for years by the California National Guard and other U.S. units. When the invasion happened, the United States, Britain, and other countries flooded Ukraine with lightweight, shoulder-fired anti-tank missiles. So you didn't bring enough gas because you thought it was... I don't know if it matters what end you attack from. By the way, did you see the story yesterday where there were uh, uh, a bunch of Russian soldiers apparently took souvenirs? Um, and these happen to be the Russian soldiers that were previously stationed by Chernobyl 
and had to leave because when they started billeting in, they uh, were digging up soil that was radioactive. They also stole souvenirs and then took them back to, you know, you don't take, you take pictures. You know, like, like, remember before this, there was some video of like Instagram influencers going to like Chernobyl and doing like sexy photo time. Everyone's like, that's weird. And, and we were criticizing them. At least they didn't take a, a, a souvenir from the old playground over at Chernobyl, man. What are you doing? I got a lot of questions this morning. But right now, I got to take a break. It is 7.15. Back in just a few minutes. The show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. I swear, man, we work for the wrong company. So yesterday, apparently, employees of Twitter were given a day of rest to refresh and renew after the, quote, stress of the weekend having to do with the Elon Musk news. So so I want to be abundantly clear here. So Twitter, I don't, I don't even know how many thousands of people that Twitter has working for them. So Twitter gave all their people a day off because they were stressed over the Elon Musk news. We are the softest generation ever. Like, if I found out Tony Stark bought the company, I'd be excited. Or like Bruce Wayne, right? What are they? Well, yeah, because look at all the cool cool. stuff we're going to have in R&D. You know what I'm saying? Get a hold of some of that tech, man. So they were saying, and the tweets in this article, I'm sitting here, I'm reading this article, and they're just like, ah. Uh, all weekend, I've been just on. I've had to. T- I had to go. I had to. Re- had to schedule an appointment earlier with my psychiatrist. How are you getting through life? Why? Because a billionaire bought some of your business. Like, yeah, nine point what two three percent. They know, like you know, a billionaire or whatever owns their bit. Like, uh, how much is Jack Dorsey? He's not like a pauper. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think he owns a significant amount anymore. And I. All right, well, I guess, you know, BlackRock owing a big right. percentage there there, isn't go. keeping them up at night. Yeah, BlackRock being the primary, prior to must buying in, was the largest shareholder. Well, I'm sorry, Ross, are you hating on just a standard ma and pa investment firm there? Yeah, I just don't feel like being a serf. It's oh. just, you know, I'm just not against the feudal system, the landlord system, that's all. But have you ever, <laughs> have you ever been locked in your apartment so long that I, you and your neighbor started screaming into the night? I have not. Oh, can I tell you about Shanghai? Looks nice. That's going well. And if you think the World Bank people don't think that that's exactly how they should have things, you're not paying attention. Oh, look at that. Uh, BlackRock's all up in that stuff, too. So, uh, I'm not even going to read you some of these tweets. They're just... They're just sad. I I, I want to I want to sit here and make fun of them, but they're just sad, man. We're so tired, and so I will say this, and I don't say this lightly. Much love to my very effing tired coworkers. I get you. What are you tired? What are you t- are you tired because you're working on a big project and you've been you know burning the midnight oil? Or are you tired because, as Ross pointed out, a billionaire bought a small percentage of your company? 
And then you, and then here's the other thing too. If you work at Twitter and you have the day off, why are you tweeting? That would be work, wouldn't it? Ross, you doing a podcast on Saturdays and Sundays? I'm not. No, no. You know why? Because he does that during the week. People don't know how to like take days off anymore. Sick days, like even Marky, Marky and Lincoln are homesick with the flu. They both have the flu, right? And she's got today off, and she was talking about all the work she has to do. And I'm like, you what, need to what, rest. What? You need to rest. You have the flu. Yes, that's what you, people do when they take sick days. You you don't work. Take you, take the day. Just like, get better. I'm letting you know. Break the fever. Like if this comes my way and I get the flu, and you, you know if I You'll take a day here. off, where you know how much work I'm going to be doing. You'll be doing the prep packet yeah, and no. the dubbing nope. and the not here. No work. Not going to happen. Yeah, but somehow you're immune to all this. Is it stuff. like a generational thing or something? Like they don't know how to not work. Maybe because when we started working, you know, back in our day when we started, there was a sort of a separation. Maybe it's a Gen X thing, a separation between work and your private life where you know you would go home and because email wasn't always there or text messaging wasn't always there 24 7 your boss couldn't get to you so when you got home you were sort of done working i'm sort of still of that mentality and i know it's rare i long for that i but but i mean that's sort of kind of where i'm still at and you know and you know that for a fact like on the weekend are you gonna hear from me Unless we have a, unless it's Sunday night, we're putting stuff together for Monday. No, right, or unless it's like some sort of huge earth-shattering event, you're not going to hear from me because it's the weekend and I don't work on the weekend. Do you remember the good old days when you could call somebody's house, nobody answered, and they never knew that you called? Yeah, right. And it was just, oh well, I guess they're not home, and then I'll try again later. And then somebody's like, oh, we should have an answering machine, and that's how we got here. Blame those people. All right, 888-934-7874, the uh, phone number here on the show. We got time to get into that? Yeah, what the heck, let's go ahead. Um, Did you see this EasyJet story? I saw it reported a couple different ways, and they didn't include all of the info. And I feel like you need to include all of the info because the, if you don't, it sounds it sounds a little weird. So if you don't know the easy, just by the way, why am I getting a breaking news alert that Etsy sellers are on strike because of increased transaction fees? Could you not come up with a headline that in that impacts me any less than the Etsy sellers are on strike? And why is that breaking news? Not that, that, look, if people want to sell on Etsy, that's fine. That's not what I'm trashing. It's just the part where you just assume that enough that er, enough people buy on Etsy that that needs to be a breaking news alert. Now I have to unsubscribe from your breaking news alerts because you're stupid. Again, if you sell on Etsy, good for you. I'm sorry you're on strike. Do your thing. Anywho, back to EasyJet. So EasyJet is apologizing, and they are apologizing for what is being described as a Holocaust-themed ad campaign. Yeah, yeah, that's a big promise right there uh, from a story standpoint. Wait, you're telling me that somebody signed off on a Holocaust-themed ad campaign? Kind of, yeah. Except the problem is uh, if you don't tell the whole story... That sounds overwrought, so I will give you all of the details, and I will do it coming up 
right after the news. It is the KCO Day radio program. Hang on. Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, good morning. It is uh, 7.36 here on the KC of Day radio program. So easy, Jet. Let's just go ahead and hit this story. Because I think, you know, if because I saw this story initially like two days ago, and I didn't do it. I saw it on Sunday, and I didn't put it in the stack because the reporting on the one I saw initially was stupid. Basically, uh, EasyJet, which is like the Spirit Airlines of the UK. Oh, no, I guess Ryanair would be that. But anyway, they're a low-cost airline. Um, put out a, quote, Holocaust-themed ad, they said. And in it... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. The words say, quote, you never forget your first flight. And the reporting I saw initially is that people took issue with that. I should point something out. Um, never The phrase never forget is much more specific in Europe and is a Holocaust thing. So when you use never forget, even in this structured sentence here, some people are going to see it as that. And that's what I initially saw, where people are like, ah, oh, they put never forget. And I'm like, this is dumb. I mean, yes, I understand the connotation there, but you can't tell me that you could never use the term never forget in a, in a full sentence. What I didn't realize, and, um, and thankfully I saw this updated story, is the picture that accompanied it, in which... The phrase says, you never forget your first flight, and it's a picture of a person's wrist with numbers tattooed on it, specifically the date of the first flight, which is, that's what they're, that's what they're saying there. Yeah, you know what? I kind of get that. 
I kind of get why when you showed a wrist that looks exactly like the tattooing of wrists at a concentration camp, it I mean, it almost has nothing to do with planes other than this is the date of the... Pre- and then you use a phrase that is commonly associated culturally with Holocaust remembrance. How does that happen? I'm assuming it's some Twitter user working on uh, days when they're sick. That's just, this is what happens. This is why you don't work when you're sick right here. Ross and I have like 45 days sick time, just so you all are aware. Just we've been the company long enough and we never use them. Although we I, we need to get sick more often. That's what I'm thinking. I think they used to roll over and they stopped. So they, they, they used to roll over and then like two years ago, they only roll over a certain amount of time, which is why we have 45 days. Right, because I noticed that recently because I should have had like... All the days? All the days off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they capped it at 45 because I'm assuming somebody pulled a trigger on it or something or got cancer, God forbid, and actually had to take the time off. So anyway, yeah, so that's what the EasyJet thing is. So if you see late partial reporting on it, there you go. I don't, how, but what was their explanation of it? Did I miss that? There has to be an explanation of how that happened because it's awful. Somebody thought it was a clever advertisement? Because Remember that happened on Holocaust Remembrance Day. There was a big factory in the UK somewhere, and they had, like, you know, they're a factory, like a coal-burning plant or whatever, so they lit up the yes the, the tower smoke the smokestack the towers yeah. the color for which is not a good idea which is so bad and you should be fired right now <laughs> or sacked i mean whatever they say over there <laughs> yes sacked it, it you know and people get more outraged like they'll go to some village in the middle of india where a swastika is on something and be like look at these people or what was the one hitler's chicken yeah it's very bizarre it's like part of like an advertising thing over there it's weird man you see it on different products. It's so bizarre. But in the UK, knowing the, the knowing right. the phrase and everything, like, I would say like in India or Asia, there seems to be like some sort of like cultural disconnect. Yes. where they don't necessarily understand what they're doing. But if you're in the UK and Europe and you're doing it, there's no excuse. I forgot about the smokestack thing too. Yeah, that's uh, that was a thing that happened right there. That's true. Yeah, it looked like Auschwitz lit up. I'm just laughing because it's so absurd. It is. It's salute our company. You know, we're here. We're we're powering Britain. Yeah, there's some days, depending on what industry you're in, you probably, like, you know, uh, on the on the anniversary of the Hindenburg, right? And you're the, you're the, you're the, com- you're the natural gas company. You know what? Today's not your day. Sit this, you right, know. Right. There's no, you don't need to. Just sit this one out, man. You don't need to tweet about it. Hi, we're uh, we're having a big yacht sale. It's uh, the Titanic anniversary here at Denison Yachts or whatever the big one is down in Florida there. Yeah, today's not your day. You don't hear us commemorating Tokyo Rose here on the show. Although we should do that. Just just so we end up in the news. That's all I'm saying. All right, 888-934-7874. Uh, speaking of uh, people spewing disinformation jen saki held her presser yesterday and holy crap was that a thing boy where should i start you know i'm going to start with the kamala harris so um there was an event the other day 
with the uh, the newest minted, soon to be installed Supreme Court nominee, KBJ, uh, Judge Jackson, and uh, the Vice President Kamala Harris. And some people took notice of the fact that even though the policy is pretty specific as it pertains to masking, Kamala Harris didn't want to rock a mask. So, you know, and this is at the same time that cities, and you see Philadelphia says they're going back to their mask mandate on Monday. And, and if you don't wear your mask, all Philadelphians will throw batteries at you. It's a new law. Just, you know, just like their uh, sports team from another place. So, yeah, Philadelphia's going back to... So, if you're the White House, and again, you're you're, our, you're the, uh, you know, the political trendsetters, right? You're the politicians that are causing me to get... If I want to get on a plane still, I got to wear a damn mask on the damn plane still. It's probably best if you follow your own rules. Or you can have Jen Psaki come out and say this. Question. You said on Friday that um, the vice president was masked indoors all day, but the White House tweeted a video showing her standing over the president without a mask on. Can you explain what happened there? Well, I would say that the vice president and the president and all of us abide by what the CDC protocols are. It was an emotional day. It was a historic day. And there were moments when she was not wearing a mask inside, including in a photo, but she was wearing it 99.9% of the time. There's a, And there's extra added problems here because of uh, recent COVID uh, exposure and diagnosis within her office. Now, I don't care if she doesn't want to sit there and wear a mask, but I do care that if I get on an airplane right now, I can't be like, you know what, this airplane trip is very emotional. It's very historic, too. I don't think I'm going to wear a mask. And I, I just, I feel like that probably wouldn't work out over at the old FAA. Anywho. All right. Ray Stajic, ready to go? Perfect. Look at this guy. Doesn't show up for two days, and here he is. <laughs> there he is. What have you been doing, man? I'm back. Well, took a little trip to the Music City. Ah, okay. Yeah. Boy, has that place changed since last I've been there. What uh, wow. what'd you do while you were there? Well, you know, the normal stuff down on Broadway. Friday night was a little better. Saturday night was so crowded. I It's really become, it, it's become a very crowded spot. It, it was tough to get into the big places, you know, Tootsies and Legends and all the bigger bars. So uh, well, we went wanna, back wanna, to a couple if, of other if ones. If you want to come to Raleigh, you could probably get into Legends mm-hmm. here. Oh, is there a Legends there? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, and uh, I'm yeah, sure you know. would. Uh, I'm sure you'd love it. Uh, I probably would. I probably would. But uh, well, and uh, had some stuff to take care of yesterday. Family matters, and right. so I had yesterday off. And uh, here I am. Here I am, back in the saddle. I actually miss it when I'm not here. Believe it or not, I get bored. That's but you know. Like I, I would said, if, I, if you to... did go to Legends, I would use the cowboy references too. So yeah, yeah. Why not? Right? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, I got to tell yeah, you, man, uh, the, the best time of the yep. year is this time of the year when it's 80 and the humidity is yep. at like 30%. I mean, you just can't beat yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. How's, um, how's the pollen been? Getting there? So, yeah, it was, it was worse. Yeah. It was worse last week, and then there was, since right. there was a little bit of rain, but 
You know, yeah. it's it, it's North Carolina. It can't help itself. So no, you can't. You can't. Um, and the headline really the next couple of days is warm. Um, let's see, fifteen, twelve carries a one, twelve, maybe ten to twelve degrees above normal. Right. About sunshine both today and tomorrow. Low to mid eighties. Uh, lows in the sixties. We'll have another event coming Thursday. Another cold front, and just like the past couple. Most of, and I repeat, most of the showers and thunderstorms, and thunderstorms especially, will probably be below severe criteria. It doesn't mean we may not pop one or two like we did with the last system and the one before that, but most of them will probably stay below 60 for winds, below one inch in diameter hail, even though there may be some. So it doesn't look like we'll have a big chance of severe weather Thursday, but after that front goes through, are we going to be into some good stuff Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Clouds and sunshine. Mid-upper 70s on Friday and Saturday, upper 60s on Easter Sunday, lows in the 50s to the 40s by Sunday night. Um, so a real good run of weather, really. Um, the only wet weather threats Thursday afternoon to Thursday night, other than that, between now and then, Sunday, uh, looks pretty darn good. Looks pretty darn good. Okay. All right. I like yeah. those uh, the very technical words right there, too. Yeah. Thank you. I try to be as technical <laughs> as possible. Looks darn nice out. All right, man. <laughs> darn nice. Have a good All one. Right. We'll talk to you in an hour, okay? Yep. Yep. Right, there you go, Ray Stajic, Legends Enthusiast, uh, joining us here on the KCO Day radio program. All right, um, so Poland's decided that it's the perfect time to announce something. We'll get into what a uh, government panel in Poland announced yesterday. I, I, they're probably, I don't know, maybe they're not wrong, but still, um, I don't know that it's probably going to go well or anyone's going to do anything, and... A man in Florida was caught speeding and has quite the excuse. All that and more coming up. Hang on. A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Did you, uh, by the way, did you all see that there's a new OK symbol, which is a secret white supremacist thing we all learned about, remember, or playing the circle game? You're not, you're a literal Nazi. So some athlete was apologizing yesterday for, quote, doing a Nazi salute on the podium. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, I got to look this up. And I looked at it. But then I had to go, like, look up what the actual quote-unquote Nazi salute was. So now you could be accused of being a Nazi if you do the thing, all right, make a fist with your hand and kind of double-tap your heart. Yeah, like, like, you're my boy. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah. Yeah, wow, you just did that. Ross actually did it because he's a Nazi. Remember that guy, uh, weird, that Mike Tyson story from last week or whenever it was where the guy... uh you know, was was that a, Mark Tyson was at a bar and there was like a confrontation at one point. He's like, you're my boy. He yeah. does like that. Well, because he's a secret Nazi. Oh, OK. Yeah. The Tyson story is still amazing. Dude pulled a gun because Tyson wouldn't fight him and Tyson hugged it yeah, out. Tyson's like, bring it out in. Bring it in the hug town. <laughs> Jeez. And then he bit both his ears oh. off. Oh, yeah. Total twist. So anyway, that's now a Nazi thing. So I had to go like look it up, which means in my Google search history... 
I ha- I've literally searched for and reviewed a video of an actual Nazi salute. A, a Nazi. So it looks like I'm training or something. The actual salute that they're referring to requires you to straighten your hand, hit your chest once, and then bring the hand up into the traditional Heil Hitler above your head, you know, straight hand out. Arguably making that second part really important to it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on on the right, that's for Patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. But now if you just tap your chest, which he did when he was, quote, professing gratitude to his coach and the coaching staff. I really love these guys. And he double tapped his chest. And then he had to apologize for, quote, doing a Nazi salute. I'm really concerned because I'm thinking of a play from this previous NFL season where Josh Allen threw Emmanuel Sanders a ridiculous pass because he's the goat, and Sanders catches it right. Okay, and he's All like, right. "Oh my god, that was the best pass I've ever seen!" Right on a rope. You're you're a creature. You're 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 the goat. You're amazing. Uh-huh. You're a football god. Yeah. And so he throws the football down and he looks at Josh Allen. And he goes like that and he points at. Wow, him. wow. So is the Buffalo Bill? Is that a Nazi organization? I I think that that's I, pretty I, obvious. I don't know how to handle this. Why would you refer to your quarterback as your Führer? I know. That doesn't that's make any not, sense. That's not what I said. Well, that is crazy. Or goat. I can't remember which one you said. I think it was Führer. The point. The point is, uh, everything's a Nazi salute now, and we all need to apologize. You know what? You're better off just not moving, or ever allowing yourself to be photographed. I guess. Ah. <sighs> Jen Psaki, though, she can't help herself. So in addition to pointing out that the reason Kamala Harris didn't wear a mask is because, quote, it was an emotional and historic day, which I don't remember reading that in the uh, Governor Roy Cooper mask stuff, but that particular exemption, but I also didn't remember the BLM protest exemption. So what do I know? She also had to prepare people for what are horrendous inflation numbers that you're going to be seeing today, although probably not hearing about as much as you would if it was a different president. But um, she wanted to get out ahead of that, and here's how she chose to do it. So because of the actions we've taken to address uh, Putin, the Putin price hike, we are in a better place than we were last month. Um, but we expect March CPA, CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated 
due to Putin's price hike. And we expect a large difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global disruptions in energy and food markets. So core infl inflation doesn't include energy and food prices. Uh, headline inflation does. And of course, we know that core inflation, you know, energy, the impact of energy, of course, on oil prices, gas prices, we expect that to uh, continue to reflect what we've seen uh, the increases be over the course of this invasion. And just as an example, since President Putin's military buildup accelerated in January, average gas prices are up more than 80 cents. Most of the increase in, uh, occurred in the month of March, and at times gas prices were more than a dollar above pre-invasion level. So that roughly 25 percent increase in gas prices will drive tomorrow's inflation reading. And certainly it's not a surprise to us, but we certainly think it will be reflected. Yeah, stupid Putin, man. Yeah, the Putin price hike. Do they think anyone's buying that? Did you see, like, on CNN, even CNN was like, that's stupid. Even, except for Joy Reid. She's all in on this stuff because she's an idiot. I just retweeted, by the way, the story of the dude, and there's a picture of him doing the Nazi salute, so trigger warning. What do you think, Ross? Looks like a Nazi salute to you? I mean, he looks like a Nazi. Why? Why? Because he's because of the salute and yeah. Look at that blonde dude. Can't trust him. Well, I mean, uh, he's genetically superior in his own mind because he's a Nazi. Because he's given the obvious Nazi salute there. So I understand why you can't trust him. Everything is stupid. Ted Bud joins us next. Hang on. Seven. It is Tuesday. Glad to have you along. KCO Day radio program. And uh, as you may have heard, there continues to be a uh, Senate race here in North Carolina in the primary. Let me tell you how fun it's getting, by the way. Uh, let me also welcome in our guest, uh, Congressman and Senate candidate uh, Ted Budd. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Casey. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. By the way, this is how fun it's getting out there. Uh, and I'll, we're going to talk about the uh, rally here the other day in just a moment. But I happened to glance at one of your opponent's new commercial. Uh, that would be the commercial where you are played by a, a wheelbarrow full of manure. Have you have you, have you seen <laughs> this thing? <laughs> well, I don't think my opponent knows anything about a wheelbarrow, as I do here on a farm. Uh, but the ex-governor certainly is an expert on being number two since he's lost his state twice. I, oh, okay. So you, I see you guys have been working on this. Like I, I saw the commercial, and I thought it was just going to be the standard, you know, this is the BS from Washington, as I've seen those, and all of a sudden, a, like, a, a ghostly image of you fades in over it. It's just the weirdest stuff. And then, of course, you're on a stage. You're on a stage the other day with uh, uh, President uh, Trump, who we interviewed actually on Friday here on the show, and we talked yeah. about the movie Blood Sports, So that was fun. Um, but yeah, and he's referring to him as the bathroom governor. So I guess my question is, on a slightly more serious note, um, 
this thing's just going to get uglier as, as as we get closer, right? If we're already doing manure stand-ins for each other? You know, I'm just doing steady ahead. I've got a couple of counties I haven't yet visited. I'm just trying to get out, talk to as many voters as possible. Uh, others are desperate. I'm not focused on them. I'm focused on those who are uh, going to vote in the primary coming up and just showing my appreciation to them, engaging with them on, on questions. You know, we got to get out west some more. We've got to get out east. And uh, I tell you what, this is uh, – I'm falling more in love with this state. This is a state I was born to and lived in all my life. And just – I tell you what, it's been a delightful campaign. Yeah, campaigns are tough, but I'm just – out there meeting folks and really enjoying it so far. Is I mean, uh, obviously you're running for a statewide office uh, as, as Senate, uh, obviously your previous office, your current office, uh, congressman uh, from a particular district. What is the biggest difference when, when you're trying to transition from one to the other? I mean, because it's not, your district includes a lot of different counties under the current makeup, but now we're, we're doing the 100 county thing. Some of the, I mean, some of the, the issues we face are similar, the economic issues, the border issues. People are really, really concerned about those around the state. But it's a matter of scale. I mean, we're still doing things like, uh, you, if, you know, veterans issues. So the issues are the same. Um, but also when it comes to foreign policy, when it comes to these appointments that Biden keeps putting up, I, I want to be in place to swat these things down because these are progressives. And what a misnomer. Uh, it is the most regressive, destructive policies coming out of the left that I've ever seen. So a lot of the appointments, you want to be in place to, to bat these things down. And we have to not only uh, maintain this seat in Republican hands, we want to win the U.S. Senate. We want to get it back in Republican control, Casey. One of the one of the refrains that I hear in almost every political ad that's currently running on our station is, I'm not a politician. And at that level of uh, that discourse and that that claim is something that some of your opponents made. Like when we interview Marjorie Eastman, uh, she points out she's not a politician. I've seen, and so I guess my question is: as a politician, I mean, you're an elected congressman. Um, what is your pushback on something like that? Because obviously, people look at Washington and they roll their eyes these days. Yeah, and rightfully so. Uh, look, I can just tell folks a couple of things. One is, I'm a conservative fighter. I'm a small business person. I'm Trump-endorsed. I know how to win. And I'll tell you what, I don't like, I'm not defined by politics. I have to do it because it's part of what folks here in my 13th congressional district sent me to Washington do. So you better be good at it, but you don't want your life defined by it at the same time. So, yeah, I'm up there doing the people's work. I want to do North Carolina's work for the U.S. Senate. But you don't want this to be your identity, but you want it to be your duty. You are the uh, front runner from the various polling. I think RAL just had a poll out too yesterday, and and showed you also uh, leading. Um, but uh, Sherry Beasley's outraged all of you guys combined over on the Republican side. So uh, what do you, what do you foresee as really the uh, the the way that that if you do get the uh, the nomination on the GOP side, what does that race look like? What are the defining issues that that you or whoever it is will have to argue with about? Uh, with Sherry Beasley. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the same issues that folks are very concerned around about all around the state. I would say number one is border and the resulting crime that comes from that, the human trafficking, the drug trafficking, and the fact that that filters out into all 100 counties. I, I had a sheriff down east say, you know, because of what's going on in the Biden border policies, every single county is now a border county. And so that downstream and the resulting crime 
Um, the next is inflation, getting ready to come out with some new numbers uh, right now. We're seeing 1980 level, 1981 levels of inflation, uh, where this was two and a half, maybe three percent max under President Trump, because we were really producing under President Trump. Now you've got so many constraints and regulations and obstacles to the economy. We're looking at close to 9% um, annualized inflation. And I tell you what, if he doesn't fix it, it could get worse. Well, it's not, and his, it's it's called, not his fault. It's Putin, This is the Putin price hike. I'm sorry. Do you not listen yeah, to the press luck, conferences? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I did see that. Beside, I, I read about Basaki on that yesterday. But I would say, look, he's going to try to blame everyone but himself. But he needs to take a long look in the mirror. And uh, th- this is so fixable. Uh, Casey, that he's just doing everything wrong. And I don't see uh, with Biden in place and the people he's put in office and the people he's put in his cabinet level, I don't see him fixing it. So we've got to rein it in in the U.S. Senate, stop it with the U.S. House, and eventually in 2024, take back the presidency and the administration. Okay, well then fix it for me, Congressman. The Tell me two things, three things that Biden should do right now that could be done in a timely enough manner, although he's given himself a window of six months with his strategic oil reserve uh, uh, depletion. So how do, how do we turn this thing around uh, with two or three good ideas? Stop the environmental lawsuits against uh, all these uh, national, these leases right now. Open up drilling, uh, whether that's Anwar, whether that's a Keystone pipeline to transport the, the, uh, the, the oil. Um, that's, and then all of a sudden have a friendly, all of the above strategy towards energy production that would create expectations of lower prices, which would immediately lower prices to the average everyday working family. Casey, it's costing $5,200 a year to an average family. Nobody's got that laying around. That's ridiculous. The other thing you could do is rein in crime and you could do that by stopping. You could, you could, uh, deport criminal illegals. And you could build the wall. I mean, those two things right there would be light years ahead of where Biden is already. You are uh, somebody who obviously your background includes uh, firearms and firearm sales um, uh, on, on the personal side of your life. Uh, as you're watching the president yesterday and he's muttering on and looking like a, a, a villain holding what appears to be a, quote, Luger-esque ghost gun. Uh, how big of a problem are ghost guns? And is this just I mean, this is just theater at this point. Oh, totally. It's a manufactured problem. I mean, it's not even its not even a real issue. I've never even seen a ghost gun. Um, there's 80% kits. It's really talking about the serialization or the imprinting of a serial number on the frame of a uh, receiver or a, a firearm. And uh, uh, this, is, this is ridiculous. He's making up an issue because the ghost gun term sounds scary, uh, and there's enough uninformed people out there. But over the last two years, Casey... In firearms industry, yes, which I am a federal firearms licensee. Um, I do have an indoor shooting range and training center, which I bought 11 years ago. But the fastest growing um, uh, users of, and owners of firearms are women and minorities. Right. And and these are you like you got a, a an aggressive 280 pound guy. But if you believe in equality, the great leveler is that firearm. Um, and now that uh, 120 pound female can be an equal with him when it comes to her self-defense. So if you believe in equality, <laughs> if you have a couple of liberals out there listening, I mean, look, we want, we want equality of rights, um, but you need the great leveler, which is uh, our Second Amendment. Um, yeah. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I watched a video the other day with exactly what you just described. It was a woman who's in her 20s. She was walking uh, walking down the street at night. Looked, she had books and stuff. I think she was coming from classes. I think she was a college student. And she had a, she had a small carry piece on her, and a guy pulls his car over, jumps out. I'm sure nothing good was going to come from that. Tries to grab her, and she one-shots him, and that's it. He's done. And um, it was roughly the same weight differential you just discussed. Yeah, we want to back the blue. We want to do everything we can to support law enforcement, whether it's at the border or whether it's in our, our counties and our cities. But when seconds count, police are minutes away. I mean, what's the average response time, depending on where you are? Five minutes, ten minutes? And I imagine if you, on the video you saw, it was a seconds-long transaction where she had a chance to defend herself. We have to have uh, firearms in the hands of responsible people. And look, I'm, I'm for keeping firearms out of the hands of dangerous people and criminals. We have processes in place. The uh, ATF Form 4473, the NICS background check, uh, all good things, all of which can be improved upon. But at the same time, you want uh, people to have the right to defend themselves. And the Second Amendment is a brilliant um, uh, orchestration by our founding fathers. And it is a check and balance, not only about, it's not for hunting. Uh, it really, it's secondarily about crime. It's really to prevent tyranny. And tyranny, whether that's at a national level or tyranny, whether that's at a local crime level. Yeah. Well, if the deer weren't wearing Kevlar vests or whatever the president said yesterday, we wouldn't have this problem. Um, let me ask you something, just because uh, uh, one of your opponents obviously uh, formerly served in Congress, Mark Walker, and we talked to him about this the other day. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to you. Geriatric cocaine-fueled orgies. Yes, I'm going to go here because I don't understand what one of your fellow delegates uh, here from North Carolina is is doing sometimes. And um, I'm sure you've had a chance to uh, chat with Madison. You guys were sharing a stage together uh, on Saturday. Uh, is that, by the way, is that something you're familiar with? Is a problem in in Congress? Uh, the last I heard of this was the famous waitress sandwich Ted Kennedy story. So what, what's going on, man? Back to the, I think that's back from the 1980s. Maybe some sort of like Wall Street movie, right? With uh, Mike Douglas. 
So nobody that I looked, we all kind of like shrugged our shoulders and gave the old uh, Scooby-Doo, huh? You know, we, we didn't know. Like, what? <laughs> nobody knows what that was maybe a couple decades ago. And it's um, not something I've really asked too much about. But I don't know of anybody that's seen that, maybe in rare circumstances, but uh, and maybe in TV, but nothing I've seen. But, but that's not helpful. I, I, I know you know this. That's not helpful in any way, shape, or form. And I, and I, and I, wonder, I wonder what's going on with him. Yeah, you know, he brings a lot of passion to the job. I speak differently. Uh, I, you know, I run my, uh, run my campaign a little differently. But, you know, he is a Republican. Some of the platforms he supports. Um, you don't want to you don't want to bash your other Republicans, but at the same time, um, I'm just going to operate a little differently and appreciate him bringing a lot of passion to the job. All right, last question. While we're sitting here talking about ghost guns, which I disagree with you, I think that sounds awesome. By the way, I love the term <laughs> ghost gun. I understand it's being used to demonize, but um, how about ghost peppers? Yeah, ghost peppers, ghost gun, ghost hunters. Uh, occasionally, if it's on TV, but um if, if we're all talking about that stupidity and the putin price hike what's the biggest thing that you guys are actually behind the scenes working on up there that people should be focusing on i'm assuming it's a con- economy related yeah what, one of the things we want to do is we want to stop a lot of bad ideas um on the senate side that's the things where they, they're going to stop these bad appointments um we're going to come up with good policies like the build the wall act the build the wall now act um, that's a bill I released last week. It removes every legal barrier to the border wall construction, requires construction to restart within 24 hours. We put that out there. No way that Pelosi is going to let this move forward. But we have to put this out there to show the American people what we are for. We can talk about 100 things that we're against, but they, they, people want to know, okay, what are you for? Well, I'm for stopping crime. I'm for growing the economy. There's all sorts of things we can do. So we can put out these policies that say, when we are in charge, this is what we want to do. Okay. Well, and, and I would encourage people maybe to invest some time in that rather than looking at, uh, you know, wheelbarrows full of manure uh, uh, commercials. But that's just me. Um, all right, Congressman Ted Budd, let's, uh, let's keep chatting. We got, what, a, a little over a month, right? A little over a month to go. So uh, 35 so, days left. Yeah, lots of time still. Appreciate the time this morning, though. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. All right. And we will be right back. Hang on. 10 years of news twice an hour and smart talk all day. 94.5 WPTI in the triad and 106.1 FM talk in the triangle. All right. Good morning. It is uh, 826 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Phone number 888-934-7874. Well, I, can, I guess I can tell that story on the air. So I was just talking to uh, Congressman off the air, uh, Ted Budd. And uh, he asked, he asked, well, how'd the, uh, how'd the interview go uh, Friday with, uh, with Trump? And I said, oh, I thought it went great. I said, the only thing I got is some people were upset that we talked to him about golf and blood sport. And he was telling me that um, one of the times he went down to Mar-a-Lago to meet with Trump, they, he got, he goes, he went into the office there, and Trump made him sit down, and they were watching UFC highlights, including that guy breaking his ankle, and just talking about wrestling and UFC. Because Trump's really into that. You know who he told me is a is a wrestling savant, and I can't wait to interview him. Is Mark Robinson? I had no idea. Did you know that? 
No, I had no idea. It's great. And there's one other thing he told me, but I'm going to let next time I talk to him, I'll, I'll bring that up with him. I don't want to spoil that. But can you imagine you walk into Trump's office, you're like, well, we're going to talk about the economy or. I completely believe it. And he's like, oh, do you remember? And you remember the, the kick where that guy kicked the other guy's shin and his yeah. foot turned to jelly? Apparently, Trump's watching that on a loop while they're <laughs> sitting there cringing and looking at it. Uh, I don't know why I just find that so amusing. I can't say, Trump seemed different because we've been doing this for a while, and I've talked. You know, we talked to a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people off the air. Yeah, he seemed like a normal dude, like super normal. Because you talk a lot to a lot of these people, and like they don't, you don't get that vibe from them. It was bizarre because it's Donald Trump on the phone, and he was completely normal. Like, yeah, you, like you're talking to a dude, just a regular guy. It was so strange, and and, and welcoming in a welcoming way. Right. Well, and obviously, it's a, you know, a Nazi who hates everyone. And well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that. No, it's like, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you talk about stuff like that. So anyway, um, there you go. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Hang on. 1061 FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. All right, good morning. It is uh, 8.36 here on the KCO Day radio program. I, You know, one of the things that I'd be fascinated to learn is the review process on suspended accounts from social media and really what that looks like. Because I just assume that they're... I understand that some stuff's just automated where they look for certain keywords and... If enough people complain that maybe they'll uh, they'll flag something, but ultimately when you're when you're negating somebody's account, do you know who was you know who had uh, was kicked off Twitter yesterday? Juanita Broderick. Yes, that's right. Somebody who what's the term that they made up during um, the Supreme Court uh, the Kavanaugh hearing? Credible somebody who credibly accused a president of raping her was thrown off, I think, for they said for COVID misinformation, but she had multiple quote-unquote strikes. I'll tell you, it was a crazy one that nobody's talking about because Juanita Broderick um, was um, uh, Gretchen Smith. Do you know who Gretchen Smith is? So this wasn't on Twitter. This was on LinkedIn. So they 86 her account. They've since reinstated it. So she um, she is, uh, what's the organization? Code of Vets. I was about to say Code of Vets, yeah. Yeah. She was so, in the uh, Air Force. Air Force, yes. So you so you did see this. where Yeah, so LinkedIn negated her account. This is what she posted. Is everybody sitting down? I, you're, about to, you're about to be shocked. All right. She posted the following. I am not responsible for your student debt. I grew up in pot, and this is obviously in reaction to the continued pause by the Biden administration uh, federal student loan repayments, which is the whole reason they took it over under Obama, a- as well as this discussion about forgiving debt that uh, people are bringing up. She wrote, I am not responsible for your student debt. I grew up in poverty in North Carolina, ate from a garden. My name was on a community angel tree for Christmas. We bought clothes from yard sales. And if I was lucky on occasion at Sky City... I joined the Air Force, Air Force, then went to college. I made it happen. Yeah, and she also posted in that same, because I saw the original post, 
it was in response to one of those meme posts you see where it's like a 20 something year old holding a piece of paper that says I'm the 99% right. and it says I went to school for like gender studies I have a master's degree and I have all this debt pay off my student debt yada yada yeah <laughs> and she was like well really and you know then she told her story and she posted a picture of her in the air force well, you know the the picture they take when you when you when you graduate or whatever right 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 yeah the, one with the flag the yeah, flag yeah, there yeah right yeah and she's given a nazi salute i'm assuming she in the was, picture. she was not she was not oh uh-huh. wow so and so uh, that's what she posted and they're like yeah, yeah nope sorry you're out of here yeah they took it down linkedin took it down for hate speech exactly so i'm just curious when you get into these, because I'm, I, it, to some extent, I understand that there's going to be an automated process for some things. Like when you post a video and it recognizes the video as something previously reviewed that may have violence, you know how Facebook will cover it and people have to click through it. They won't take it down, but they'll cover it. I'm sure that's an automated process. But when you're kicking a Juanita Broderick off or you're you're going after the Code of Vets vet uh, lady, um, how do those? How is there no consequences for this? Or is there? Do you know what I'm saying? That seems like one of those jobs you can get it wrong a lot, and there's no consequences for it. Right, and you used to think, like you say, there was an algorithm or something like that going on, but then when you realize that it's all in one direction, you just assume now there's like some sort of person with blue hair in there yes. who has a socialist agenda, who is like, get rid of student debt, I'm going to ban you, Air Force lady. Yeah, it's stupid. That's what I'd like to. That's what I want to hear from Elon Musk when he does a, in a total hostile takeover. That's the one where I want to see Elon Musk go in that room with all the blue hairs and with boxes. You know, hey, here, put all your stuff in here. I want to see that, or I want to see. I wouldn't know what he was looking at because if you show me an algorithm, I wouldn't know it. But I have a feeling that if Elon <laughs> Musk took a look at an algorithm, he could be able to see the bias in it. Like the guy who can read the Matrix yeah, computer? exactly. It's like, that's a, yeah, but instead of like, you know, saying, oh, that's the girl in a red dress, he'd be like, that's blue hair. That's yeah. We were, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. I'd watch that after I get done watching uh, uh, Bad Vegan. Very excited about it. Ross, Ross found yeah, a uh, Netflix it. thing. It's a vegan lady who got took by a fake CIA Blackwater dude who convinced her that if she gave him enough money that he could make her immortal. Yeah, I watched the first episode. I'm like, this is okay. And then they got to like the start of the, the the end of the first episode into the second, like the cliffhanger. Yeah. And that's when they dropped the the immortality with the immortal dog. And I'm like, oh, I'm all in. Yep. So, you know, if you're looking for something to uh, to check out, that wouldn't be bad. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, so we can go ahead and do this because why the heck not? Uh so some guy down in Florida, where is this? Flagler County. I don't even know where Flagler County is, but it's in Florida, and that's all you need to know. Uh, is uh, on a new body cam footage is shown giving what I feel is either the best or worst speeding excuse ever. And they were saying in the article that as a, as a state trooper down there, one of the things that you hear a lot is people who are speeding on 95 claiming they thought that 95 was the speed limit. I don't know if I... <clears throat> I don't know if those people are serious when they say that, but okay, that's slightly interesting. I'm sure it's happened here in North Carolina as well. However, so the driver, the, I'm going to read the quote from the driver because they said they they said it was in the body cam, and I couldn't find the damn body cam. 
Yeah, it wasn't in the article. No, I looked. I could not find oh. it either. Uh, so that's just weird. Anyway, I don't know why they wouldn't include it, but I, I can read it. It's very short and sweet. So when asked why he was doing something like 20 over or whatever, the driver responded to the trooper, quote, I just found out, I'm trying to tell you the truth, guy, I just found out that Putin said he's going to launch nukes, thermal war against the world, and I'm trying to get back to my house to figure out what the hell's going on. Now, let's say, let's say as we're sitting here, Ross, and the, when the news comes on here at 9.05, or 9 o'clock, right? Fox News, top of the hour. And the lead story is, Putin said he's going to start nuking the U.S. You would want to rush home and be with your family, right? Yeah, we'd all have to get inside the refrigerators, yes. Yeah, is it? and, and you, hopefully you have also a chest for your, because you want everyone to fit in there. Correct, yes. So anyway, um, yeah, apparently the police officer did not buy this man's excuse. But it was uh, it was just dumb enough that it uh, it made its own news story. So uh, good on that, sir. All right, Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. He joins us now. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing all right, KC. How are you? I am very good. Uh, and if you good. continue with the uh, weather pattern, then uh, I will continue <laughs> to be good. So yeah. No. What happened? Days where it's uh, rain or showers, thunderstorms. I think everybody's pretty happy with that. We may have. About that as we head through the next few days. I don't see a bunch of rain coming in. Um, again, another front coming in by Thursday afternoon. It looks like that may produce some showers and thunderstorms. But all in all, I uh, don't see any big widespread rainfall and or um, big chances for severe storms again today. These severe storms will be out across the plains, maybe a little further north than the last couple of weeks up into Iowa and down in Texas. That'll be the line today. And then Tonight and tomorrow will spread east, and as I said, as that front comes east, we will see those storms weaken, so that's certainly uh, good news for us. So enjoy the next few days. Really mild, warm, actually, for this time of year, as most of us get ourselves into the low mid-80s today, low and mid-80s tomorrow. Tomorrow might be the warmest day by a degree or two. Um, clouds will be on the increase, otherwise a cloud some mix both days. And then that change gets here Thursday, some afternoon showers and thunderstorms. The warm in the low 80s. But the front will be through, and it'll be a little cooler Friday, partial clouds, mid-70s. It looks like pretty good uh, weather for Easter weekend. A few clouds Saturday, upper 70s, and Sunday, partly cloudy, and more seasonable right around 70 degrees. So above average temperatures, one shot of rain over the next five to seven days, and that'll be Thursday afternoon. We get through that, which will probably be about a four- or five-hour window of rain. I think we're going to be in pretty good shape, pretty enjoyable weather later in the weekend, the weekend. All right. Thank you, sir. Do appreciate it. Okay. And we'll chat tomorrow. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. All right. And we'll come back and chat with Jeff Bellinger coming up next. Hang on. Your day smarter and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. All right, good morning, 851, and your Bloomberg update now with Jeff Bellinger. Hey, Jeff, what's up? 
Well, good morning, Casey. Uh, Wall Street started the week on a sour note. The key indexes all had uh, losses, but the futures are pointing higher this morning because even though the government just confirmed we're seeing the hottest inflation in just over 40 years, the consumer price index, uh, which tracks retail sales, didn't come in to be any worse than expected. It was up uh, 1.2% last month. The CPI was up 8.5% from March of last year, and the core CPI, which excludes energy and food was up six and a half percent year over year. So right now we have the Dow futures up 204 points. Lovers of the classic steak and lobster or steak and shrimp combinations aren't finding surf and turf specials on as many restaurant menus these days. The cost of the ingredients has gone up at a time when more customers are looking for bargains. The chain Beef O'Grady's has replaced a $13 surf and turf special with a $10 fish and chips dish. As costs go up, sentiment among small business goes down. The latest reading from the National Federation of Independent Business finds optimism is at the lowest level in nearly two years. Twitter employees are worried about the company's future after Elon Musk rejected that invitation to join the Twitter board of directors. By remaining an outsider, Musk Already, Twitter's biggest shareholder is free to accumulate as much Twitter stock as he wants. He could eventually and potentially end up with a controlling interest in Twitter. Netflix is adding a double thumbs up to its existing thumbs up or down buttons. Subscribers can use this new button to let the service know which shows and movies they really liked. And Netflix says that it will use the data to help it fine-tune its recommendations. President Biden has another idea for bringing down the cost of gas. It is to allow for more sales of higher ethanol gas. Mr. Biden will make the formal announcement later today during a visit to an ethanol facility in Iowa, the nation's top corn-growing state. The administration will temporarily waive anti-pollution rules that prohibit summer sales of ethanol in smog-prone areas. In Casey, if you shop for unique products on Etsy, you may notice fewer choices. Many of the crafters who sell their goods at the site have signed a petition to protest a 30% increase in the fee that Etsy collects on every purchase. The uh, protest organizers are urging sellers to take a week-long vacation and boycott the website until April 18th. Casey? Oh my God, what am I going to do if I can't buy from Etsy this week? I got I, that as a breaking news thing earlier and I just started laughing. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I'm sure whatever you were going to order, you can wait to order, but it does put right. a little pressure on uh, Etsy for a time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay. Have oh, a good wait, day. Oh, wait. Hold Take on care. before I oh. let you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stevie, right. Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles? Who's better? That's a, that's a tough call. I like them both. I guess I'll, I'll give uh, Ray Charles the edge. All right. Sorry I asked. Goodbye. Not a problem. <laughs> Take right. care. Yeah. Bye. So this is an off-the-air conversation, because I saw somebody was like, how dare they slander Stevie Wonder? So then I had to go up and figure out what the beef was. So Stevie Wonder, I guess, is partially canceled, but not. I don't know. We'll give him an official bell. Uh, Because he did that song, Ebony and Ivory or something, and and thought that it was helping to improve race relations, when in reality uh, he is not down with the cause or something. I can't even understand why they're mad at him, but whatever. And I just pointed out, because Ross, to your point, you go, yeah, what a racist country that a blind black pianist uh, becomes one of the biggest musicians of, of all time. And I just pointed out that of the blind black pianists of his era, he's the better one. Yeah, it's tough, man. I don't know. 
That is a tough question. Don't forget too, uh, signed, sealed, delivered. I mean, remember when Barack Obama won? Like he won the presidency. That's the song they played on the stage there in Chicago. Well, there's also the part where do you know who who it was who lobbied and got MLK's birthday made a federal holiday? Was it Stevie Wonder? It was Stevie Wonder, wow. man. And the other thing, though, look, "Songs in the Key of Life" is easily one of the best albums ever created, hands down. All of that. And if you've never listened to that album, I want you to listen to it because you're going to know you're going to two songs you're going to hear on there. You're going to be like, "Whoa." That's where those songs are from because one, Red Hot Chili Peppers did it, and the other one, uh, uh, Nate Dogg and um, you know Gangsters Paradise. That was a reboot of a Stevie Wonder song, um, and Stevie Wonder, in addition to all of his own recordings, he wrote a bunch of big songs for other artists too. Yeah, I can't make my decision until uh, Jimmy Fox plays him in a movie. That's fair. That, that's fair. Yeah, you know, Tear, Tears of a Bowl. Clown. Tears of a Clown with Sm- Smokey Robinson the Miracles. That Stevie Wonder wrote that. He wrote a bunch of Aretha Franklin stuff too. But you got to realize Ray Charles did most of his stuff on heroin. Well, didn't I thought Wonder had an addiction issue too? Did he? I don't know. I, don't, I, I assume all stupid. musicians at some point. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now it's still tough. Yeah. Tell me something good. That's a Stevie Wonder song too from uh, I, I feel Chaka like, Khan. I feel like maybe Chaka Khan, Stevie, Chaka Khan. I feel like yeah. maybe Stevie Wonder. You're doing a good job selling this, but I still feel like Ray Charles had more soul in his voice. He definitely had range. I'll give you that. Doing everything from uh, gospel to country to uh, to uh, rock that was pretty progressive at the time. I really, I guess, comes down to your which you prefer more. Like I said, that that soul in Ray Charles' voice, though, man, it's like powerful. It's, uh, Master Blaster, that's a, it's a video game. What? No, no, it's yeah, a, so- it's, it's a, a video song. game from like the late eighties on the on the NES. <laughs> now you're being ridiculous. He wrote that too. What? What? Yeah, he wrote he the coded, algorithm. He coded the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, hands down, Stevie Wonder. All right, look at that. I won. And finally, what's the most angry you've ever gotten over a, a post you saw on social media? Did you like punch your couch or something? Did you yell out loud? Or do you just do what normal people do and just go read something else? A man in New Jersey has been sentenced to 375 years in jail after he became enraged by a social media post, drove over to the house of the person who posted it, took the family hostage, tortured them, and then murdered them, including their children, over a social media post. The post which reposted the guy's mugshot from a, uh, an, another heinous crime, a sexual assault, irritated this guy so much he hunted down the poster and murdered the family, or three of the family members. Three survived, and to- but he tortured them first for hours. And he got 375 years in jail uh, in New Jersey. So, no matter how angry you get over something you see on social media, I don't think you'll ever beat this dude. And it, it's just a shame they're not just going to uh, grease him, in my, in my opinion. Uh, instead, we get to, we get to feed him and uh, pay for his health care and all that good stuff. And he's 31, so he'll probably be around a little while. Anywho... I think he wrote Michael Jackson songs, too. 
Maybe that's why he's canceled. All right, we got to roll. Have yourself a uh, wonderful rest of your day. See you back here tomorrow, bright and early. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.